Welcome to the Windy City Bender Podcast with your hosts, Noli, Boatsy, Jero, and Tanner. Yeah, go for it. Oh, wait. Oh. What? Okay, yeah, go for it. <laughs> Welcome to episode 86 of the Windy City Bender Podcast. It is the first episode of the new year, 2020. Tanner. How are you doing, bud? Thanks for showing up. I'm pretty great, man. Pretty great. Feeling good. You know, 13 days late since <laughs> since the new year, but uh, boys are busy, so it's rough getting everybody yeah. together. Yeah, last week was a fucking intense week for me, so it definitely could not make the recording happen, but you know what? Better late than never. We're here. We've got a lot to talk about. Um, episode 86, too, real quick. That's what, the Teravinen? Yeah. All right, Tivu. Yeah. Oh, sad. Um, yeah, well, so he's tearing it up in Carolina. So, yeah. So, last time we actually talked hockey because our previous episode was the interview with Tyler Johnston, which was fucking awesome. I love that guy. Um, yeah, I wasn't there for that. I had to work. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> One so, of these days, I'll get to talk to somebody from Letterkenny. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're over three, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh wait, no, 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 no! Sorry, I did talk to Riley. That's right. Uh, you no, Poets wasn't there, or no, yeah. it wasn't Noli. I think it was Poets. Poets wasn't um, for Riley. Yeah, yeah, or Jonesy. Fuck. All right. Anyway, <laughs> it's Riley. It was Riley. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Hot start. Here we go. All right. <laughs> anyway, so the last time we actually talked hockey was on December 9th. so a little over a month ago. Hockey has happened between now and then, so yeah. um, we have plenty to talk about. So we'll we'll start with a little uh, Hawks talks. Uh, do you want to try to do the Noli? Hawks. <laughs> Wait, let me try it one more time. Hawks. <laughs> yeah, like that hurt my chest. I actually tried to do that. It just fucking lost wind. It was fucking bad. Hawks. <laughs> Fuck. Hawks talk. <laughs> so, <laughs> in so since we were gone, the Hots have played 16 games, and despite what it feels like, they are playing 500 hockey. They are playing 500 hockey. They've been doing it the whole year. <laughs> they are. Their record since we last talked was is eight and eight. Um, I think right now they're what 20, 20, and like six, six, oh six. I think it's six. Yeah. I can find out real fast. Yeah. Yep, 2026. Um, 2026. Um, in in those games, they had seven games against Central Division opponents where they went three and four, which isn't the it's not what you want to do. Yeah, I mean, you want more wins and losses, especially against your division, especially when you're trying to make up points right now. Yeah. A um, couple key wins that, I, that stood out to me during that. Um, December 21st against Colorado when they won five to three. Yeah, but they had just lost to Colorado too. Yeah, <laughs> and they well, isn't that that was the fourth game that they played against Colorado, and they had just gotten smoked. That was the, the first last... three games against them. Yeah, right? that, yeah, that was I think the last time they played Colorado too this year. Was it really? Yeah. I always keep thinking like when it comes to scheduling, it's like the old scheduling where you play your division like three times at home and three times away, but it's not that anymore. It's like only play them like twice at home and twice away. Yeah, so to uh, in that span, so they 
that was a Saturday game. The Thursday they played in Winnipeg. Yep. Um, and then the Wednesday before is when they played Colorado and got spanked four to one. Yeah. Um, yeah. They also lost to St. Louis like the week before too. Yeah. Was not looking good. They beat St. Louis four to three. Or no, they lost it to St. Louis four to three. They beat Minnesota five to three, which is a game you have to win. Um, they lost to Colorado four to one. Beat Winnipeg four to one on back to back. Um, then they beat Colorado uh, Colorado five to three. That was that comeback game, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, they were down like three to one going into the third, and yeah, then that was came a, back. That was a good fucking game. And yeah. then thinking you know, <laughs> got some and, momentum. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, we think they got some momentum. We got some momentum going. <laughs> And then my most embarrassing loss I have listed here would be the following Monday, the last day before, you know, the Christmas break, lowly New Jersey comes in. Oh, literally fucking, they're like third to last right now. Currently, currently, like this is currently after they had just beaten Washington and Tampa Bay. Somehow, I just don't get it. But they smoked us seven to one. God <laughs> Damn it. And I think that was such a fucking tease, too, because I think we scored. We went up one nothing. Yeah. I oh. think it was, like, Carpenter or somebody that scored. But we also let P.K. Subban score, and he only has, like, two goals until that point. I was just like, he's been struggling. Oh, Zach Smith that scored. Zach Smith, yeah. Yeah, P.K. Subban had two goals up until that point, and everybody's like, yeah, he's not looking good this year. And it's just like, hey, it looks like it. And then he fucking – has the game winner. <laughs> he was on one. like a fucking 23 or 24 game, like pointless streak. Yeah. And I don't know, like he's got two more goals since then. <laughs> like, it's nothing <laughs> like that big. Like it sucks. It just sucks being the one that kind of like that first. Now, then, like, now that we're like kind of looking towards it too, like that Jack Hughes goal for that first one, I don't know if you remember, but he just fucking like slipped in and went top oh, corner, yeah. like real close. Fuck. I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> I remember watching that. And I was like, oh, my God, we were two picks away. Yeah, but I'd rather I'd rather have Doc. Like, I don't I know, care. Yeah, no, I agree. No, I agree now. But there's always a little part of me when I watch more Jack Hughes, now that he's kind of getting comfortable in the league, and I watch yeah. him, and I'm just like, oh, we could have had two Patrick Canes almost. Yeah. <laughs> like, how sick that would have been. Damn. Yeah, I mean, oh, Jesus Christ. Can you imagine the size of a line of Jack Hughes, Patrick Kane, and Alex Debrinkit? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, they'd be, they'd be pretty fucking fast. <laughs> they'd be yeah, moving I the mean, puck around all over the place, but holy you know, shit, you do not see them going into the corners at all. I can guarantee you that. It's going to be dumping, like, no, you go get it. Or, yeah. But, and, um, I mean, I was just going to move on unless you had anything else no, for yeah. that game. No, no, go Yeah, on. so then they, like, after Christmas, they come back, and they play one of the most – like one of the best defensive teams and with like solid goaltending this whole year with their tandem of Varlamov and Thomas Grice. And we went five to fucking two. With probably <laughs> one of the worst lineups too that we put out all season. Bolquist we, was out. Um, oh God. Oh, Gilbert got his first goal that game too. Hell yeah. <laughs> the New Jersey or no, the, the Islanders game. Islanders. Yeah. Oh, back to the New Jersey one. Gilbert okay. with another fucking beauty fight. Oh, that's right. Absolutely he, laid out. Um, I don't uh, remember who he hit, but he fought John Hayden. John Hayden did not I was like, like not nah, John. Yeah. No, John. <laughs> like, I fucking will always love John Hayden just oh, for the yeah. simple fact that he put a dent in Marcus Foligno's face when we played the Wild. And I was just like, 
lose my shit every time I see that. Oh but, my god. Yeah. That was big, but yeah. Gilbert. He's a scrapper. He's a scrapper. Ugh. Fucking yeah, I mean go from not being able to score on one of the worst defensive teams to being able to put in five against one of the best defensive teams, because that makes sense. Uh good stuff. Yeah. And then we uh we got the game in Columbus. Which was a one hundred percent trap game. I thought was gonna be a New Jersey all over again. Columbus was missing like ten of their Dude, Columbus is every day. Not bad this whole year with even without like anybody. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand, man. Dude, but Pierre Luc Dubois is just a yeah. boss. But I mean they've been getting some really good goaltending and then that's one of the things that kind of drove them a little crazy was the fact that Corbisalo went down that game and he's still out. And the return of angry towards, baby. Yeah. Oh, my God. I bet you know what? I think anybody who knows the game of hockey or kind of like knows what happened was like, yeah, Torch is completely justified in his. Yeah. Yeah. I watched, I didn't get to watch the game, but I watched like the replay and like some things about it. It was like, what was with the time runoff at all? Yeah. And then that led to them not actually getting that goal to end the game. And then, but I mean, whatever laner got a shootout win so that was cool yeah everybody's (laughs) like that's what sucks for them is like they only got one point and then they lost their goalie who's on a call that was like yeah he's been a wall literally his stats like up until that game he had like two shutouts and like three one goal games and i was just like oh fuck (laughs) was it did it end up being a tear or is it like a strain i don't know yeah i don't remember seeing because i know it was a taves like shootout that just fucking undressed him and then the poor poor backup Sits on the bench for the All entire game. Yeah. Comes in. The first person you hit the face is fucking Patrick Kane. <laughs> Dude, I would have just been like, take the fucking net. Like, I yeah. just wouldn't even got in the front of that. Well, but, you know, he's got to try at least because of the other end. You got Robin Lanner who can't stop a beach ball during a shootout. And it's he's like, all right, if I get a piece of this, we win probably. <laughs> like, but just didn't work out that way for him. Um. Yeah, and he I don't even think Lanner actually made a save in that shootout. I don't think so either. I think, I think it was post, post, and net, missed the net. Honestly, like, that's all he should do is just stay out on top of the crease and just, like, if they shoot, like, it's got to beat him because he's, like, so fucking big. Like, he should just actually just stay, like, maybe what, just yeah. stay in the butterfly it's, and just, what, be like, just fucking throw the arms up. What he said after the game was like, yeah, I'm just going to stand in there. That's exactly what he said. I'm just going to stand in line and make him shoot. Like, <laughs> I fucking love him so much. I know. He's I so know. good. We'll talk but more about him in a second. But Hawks fucking going to the next game and fucking pull out another another 5-3 to three win or five a five-goal win. It's like, okay, is this like a new year, new me? That was uh... – <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was still that was still nineteen. So I know, but like it was like I was getting hyped for like, okay, this is how they're gonna enter the new year. Like, let's keep this going. But I mean, that was a that was a big win because I mean, Calgary at the time was right there with them in that last wild card spot. Calgary now yeah. fucking they're turned just it now up. in first. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they but they've been turning it up ever since they fired their coach. Yeah. Like they it, them in Toronto, it's like their coaching change has lit a fire under those teams' asses. Also, like, Toronto didn't really need a fire lit under their ass. They needed Matthews to actually have more ice time, which is, I don't know, common fucking sense. Well, it's amazing, yeah. Everything – yeah, not to, like, get off a hot stock, but yeah. everything that they're doing in Toronto, it's like, well, Babcock, you would all you had, to, you had the capability of doing this. Like, all you had to do is put this guy out more, you know, like, but I don't know, it's common sense shit that, that blows my mind, but – 
I feel like everybody is like trying to get that that magic that like the like the Penguins had it when they they fired their coach halfway through the year and then won two cups in a row last year. The Blues fired their coach and fucking won the cup. It's just like that's like the formula somehow is like a struggling team that's supposed to be better like needs to fire their coach. Yeah. And then all of a sudden like, "Oh, like we should be winning. Cool. Let's do that." Good idea, guys. <laughs> Our coach that we just had, he was telling us to lose. I don't understand. Good yeah, thing you guys really. fired him. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid. <laughs> but, yeah, so big win in Calgary. Yeah, and then after that, there's not too much good. I mean, they lost 7-5 in Vancouver. Yeah, what the fuck? That was a fucking sh- – I didn't watch that game, but I heard it was like a fucking shootout, wasn't it? I didn't get to see it. I think I saw like the very end of it. I like must have like I think I just got like off of work when it was like five minutes left in the third. So I like threw it on my phone, and I was like, "Fuck, maybe they'll maybe they'll tie it up." And then I I turned it on perfectly in time for them to score an empty netter. I go, "Well, guess not." Fuck, <laughs> just like never mind. But that's okay. like honestly like they put up five goals again though. Like they've been they were scoring. <laughs> and that's a that's a, I mean that's a sneaky good Vancouver team too. I mean, yes. I mean, it's a game I think right now with where that team is at, we need to be beating that team. But again, I always say that with the expectation that the Hawks are the Hawks that was winning, not this 500 team. Yeah. Fucking, dude, Elias Patterson. <laughs> so fucking good. He's, I don't know where this kid came from and how he's so goddamn good for like the size that he is. Did he's, you? Okay, so he's six two. Can you guess how much he weighs? He's got to be like one hundred fifty pounds. What? No, no. <laughs> he's he's one seventy six. Really? Yeah. So he's like what Doc is six four one ninety. So kind of like comparison, but like he's he's seems so much skinnier. Like, yeah. And he's only twenty one. And fucking Jesus Christ. He's a point per game player. <laughs> Oh my God, he's gonna he's gonna fucking light up the league in like like for years. Like it's so stupid. All right, fuck fuck that shit. <laughs> well, okay, moving on. <laughs> um, Detroit, boom. That was w. a fucking bad game though to start. I don't remember if I watched this or not. We were the they were down. Oh, I didn't get to watch this. I was I was at work. Yeah, they were down two nothing after the first. And yeah, and then you just, guys all texted me about it. Yeah, <laughs> and it just did not look like they were getting have any offense going. And then and the second period came around, and it was the Dylan show, Dylan Strom with a goal. And then you know who got his first goal? You know who got his first NHL goal? Yeah, yeah. Who was it, Tanner? So uh, don't girl. Yeah, baby. It's all right. He still needs. He still still needs five more goals. Four point five. Let's go. He still needs five more goals by the end of the year for me to buy you guys beer. (laughs) (laughs) It's not about the beer at this point anymore. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's always been about the beer for me. (laughs) (laughs) No, like I was so generally happy for that kid, and yeah, the smile on his face after it went in, and then Gus coming down and just like. Picking him up, like, going <laughs> like over his shoulder. Like, a, like, his little, like his little brother. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, like, honestly, that's the whole reason why I've, I have said that he's going to – he has the worst luck. Like, he's not going to score more than five goals. is because 
he's had chances just like that. Oh yeah. Where we're like, you're like, fuck yeah. He's about to put this in. And then all of a sudden the goalie is just like reaches back with like a blindfold on. And then all of a sudden it like, can't feel the left side of his body, but he still catches it. And you're just like, ah, it's Sakura's luck. Like what the fuck? No, 100%. I saw that the puck go to him and he had the entire wide open. Like, Oh my God, this is going to go wide. Yeah. He's going to hit the He's going to hit the fucking post. It's going to go far post near post and out. Like just, (laughs) Just something really weird, but no, he fucking put it dead fucking center. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, what a lucky bounce. That was just like a gust like shot that went off a skate in the front. And it was just like, hey, it's the golden goal for you. <laughs> yeah. It was um, hilarious. But yeah, so good for him finally getting that goal. And it was like, I think that's what kind of really like finished the momentum switch for the Hawks because then Boquist comes up with the goal, game winning goal. And then oh, this uh, is so silky. Yeah, <laughs> I love watching him play. If only we still had Yoki Haru with him. Well, I mean, I heard things that was like they needed to move Yoki Haru because they wanted to make sure that there was a spot open when Ian Mitchell's done this season. Yeah, that's true. And fuck, did you see his highlight? Oh God, the other he had night, a shorty that went that he fucking tipped out of the zone and then flew and just beat the goalie and just it was nasty i had i forgot who i i forgot who i showed that to and i was like yeah by the way he's a defenseman yeah yeah like yeah he's fucking walking guys out there like yeah he's a defenseman yeah so that's something we get to look forward to hopefully like whenever their season ends like maybe we get some ian mitchell towards the end of the year yeah that'd be nice yeah oh baby if he can come in and be like somewhat of like a Kale McCarr or like Adam Fox, like those college type defensemen, like, like, like highlight defenseman players. Like, Oh, that'd be sweet. How old is he? I think he's like 21 or, or 20. I think he's 21. Cause I think it's his junior year right now. I'm not sure. But also since while you're looking that up, Kubelik scored that fourth goal of the Detroit game which is the first game of his current streak of four go- four games with a goal, which is, you know, not too shabby. Man, if only some podcast mentioned how such a steal that trade was with the Kings and like how amazing he was. <laughs> what was it? Be. A fifth rounder for him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ian, Ian Mitchell will turn 21 on the 18th. Oh, cool. Yeah, so he's still young. Like, that's great. Like, fuck gonna be good so he could potentially just like jump right in he like, could unless he, oh, sorry i'm sorry <laughs> unless unless he wants to uh, play like his senior year but i don't know if the hawks kind of come knocking and like hey want to play some nhl hockey yeah you want to want to want to get paid like it doesn't look good now but i think where this team's going and the young guys that are being built around this team plus yeah. you still have patrick cage you still have jonathan taves yeah, that's um, that, that's that that's the primo veteran kind of leadership yeah, that you want. I like think some Stanley I, Cup winners that have like been there and have done it in the city. Like, yeah, they're not coming from another team to be a leader. It's like they're not only showing you how to lead on the team, but like off the ice as well. They know where to go. They've been here long enough. They know what to do. Like how to like make yourself seem like a fucking good person. You know? Yeah, I'd be really curious to see if he didn't sign what his reasoning would be for not signing with this team Mitchell yeah I would say like probably going to senior year but I'm also nervous about that like 
the whole, you know, like Kevin Hayes, Jimmy VC. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if he opt out to like test, like, what I'm curious, what it would be like. That would be like he would be unsure about this team. I think this team's got everything going into like we said, going in the right direction where yeah. it would make sense to get in on this one. Because I mean, he's if he signs, him and Boquist are going to be like the Keith and uh, Keith and Sieves. Yeah, of like the the future kind of thing. So it's like I don't we know. Also have Bowden coming in too. Bowden, yeah. Um, and I hope he turns out to be like sneaky good because no one really talks about him like as much. But he was taken in the first round as well with Boquist. Like <laughs> it's the same year. Yeah, he was what twenty twenty seventh or twenty eighth. Yeah, I think I think he might have been twenty eighth because I think Yokoharu was twenty seventh the year before. Yeah, Yokoharu. Oh man, he still had the best. He was the one that was drafted in Chicago. And I will never forget, we, me and Poets were there. And he gets drafted. He puts the jersey on. He's looking at himself in the Jumbotron, fixes his hair, puts the hat on, does, like, the little gunshot and winks, <laughs> and winks at himself and then puts his arm around everybody. I'm just like, oh, my God, I fucking love this kid already. That's amazing. Oh, man. That's a bummer. Well, well moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> fucking Calgary Flames. Back at it again. Can't repeat what they did on the 31st though so they lost two to one that game but Kublik scored again so that's cool came with another point inching oh, yeah. closer to 100 uh to a thousand 100 100,000 yeah. 100,000 oh, he's he's beating Gretzky a little bit yeah just a little bit yeah Boke was still looking sick still too yeah oh, my god I'm loving him and then they played Nashville lost again spanked five to two yeah I mean, and Nashville had just fired Laviolette, and they – did they have Hines during that game, or was it... – Yeah, because they hired Hines right as right as soon as they fired Laviolette. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, but, like we were saying, the coaching change thing, like it seems yeah. to fucking get teams going. And... I mean, they got they got spanked the first game with them, like 6-1 to one or something like that. Yeah, but I think that was like day of, though. Yeah, so – so I don't um, know if he, how much of a, like a hand he had in anything besides being like here's the lines like we don't really have like anything that they practice or anything probably. Yeah, two highlights in that game. Um, Kubalik scores again. Yup, keeps the streak going. And then I think um, that's when he created the streak. No, isn't it three? Take three to make a streak, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah. All right, and then um, <laughs> another another first NHL goal was scored that night. Um, oh, fuck. by some some kid <laughs> some kid uh, named uh, I'm gonna probably butcher this one. Yeah, you, uh, yeah. Pico Rene. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> none of you. I didn't get to watch the game, and none of you said anything. And I watched the highlights, and I hadn't looked on like online or anything to see that he had scored. I watched the highlights, and I go, "Whoa, whoa, what the fuck is this?" What the fuck is this? <laughs> I, was just like, I was like, no fucking way. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah, to be fair, I didn't watch that game either at a work party. Um, so I had no idea about that too until I got home. Jeez. I'm glad it's like, it sucks. <laughs> it, was legit, it was a legitimate goal, which was cool. Yeah. I'm t- sick and tired of like those ones. Like they were listing all like the goalie goals in NHL history. Half of those can be wiped off because it was like they touched. He was just the last person it touched. Like it bounced oh, off somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. It those wasn't like count. actually a shot yeah, or anything. Those don't count. That's funny. Um, yeah, he was the first one, I think, to do it since 03. Mike's – no, not 03. 13. 13. Mike Smith. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, that's... Ugh. I just wish, like, it's cool. I'm glad that, that, like, a goalie goal happened. I just wish it didn't happen against us. Right. Like, like do it, and especially, especially Nashville against us. Like, yeah. no. <laughs> it's such a pecker in it, too, especially after his comments about, like, oh, the easiest shutout of my career. And then he scores a goal, too. Yeah. God damn it. That's so disappointing. Well, next game. <laughs> the Ducks got come to, to town. Yeah, they got to play the worst team in the Western Conference. Yeah, which isn't us anymore. <laughs> we haven't been at the bottom yet. I mean, maybe yeah, like for like a couple we were, days. Yeah, we were for a little bit. Fuck, I got to watch this game, though, and the Hawks just looked good the whole time. After, after like, Anaheim scored – I was just like, oh, the Hawks can just do whatever they want right now. I was like, this must be what it's like again yeah. to play a team that's worse than you. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's like, what a fall from grace the Blackhawks, the Kings, and the, and the Ducks have had. From like, the, you could toss the Sharks in there, too. Yeah, but the Sharks were in the playoffs the last couple of years. That's uh, true. And it's just like the teams that were dominating at the early two, 2010s are now just like, hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> we're still here. Yeah. But – Whatever. Kublik almost gets a fucking hattie, though. So Yeah, wasn't he, like, in cool. so sh- like close? I, I didn't see Hilarious ending to the game. He missed the wide-open net. He he then, <laughs> instead of taking, like, a backhand, tries to put it on his forehand. It gets swatted away. And then he, go- he goes for the puck, like, in the corner, like, falls down. And he's just swatting at it. And swatting at anything he can. I mean, like, and then all of a sudden, like, horn goes. And you just, they just go to him immediately. And he just is just laughing his ass off because he's like, "What a fucking idiot am I right now?" <laughs> <laughs> I had it, I had it, I missed the net, and then I didn't shoot, and then I was just like so pathetic. It was just so fucking funny. You can tell he was just like, "Don't even talk to me about it." <laughs> I think he said something like in the like post game interview they were asking about. It. He's like, "You know, I just I saw the opportunity and I I just got nervous. I just can't handle big situations like that." <laughs> like, <laughs> it was so funny. But yeah, I'm I'm so glad that he's he's like firing up. He's he, tied for rookie lead yeah. in uh, rookie lead in goals right now. And and I'm we were saying at the beginning of the year this kid likes to shoot and he's finding himself in the right places to be shooting. He so, I think he's definitely earned his right to be in the Calder conversation. I don't know. I think Kale McCarr kind of runs. Away oh no! With I think it, he's going to run away with it. But I think I think Kubelik has definitely given an argument that he should be one of the the three nominees for it. As as of right now, I think he's he deserves at least recognition to be. I don't know. There. I think I think if he keeps it going, I thought I think I would put him like as a, a more definite like in the conversation right now. I don't think he's a a definite top three though. I think there's okay. I think there's like. Kale McCarr, like Quinn Hughes, and then it's up for grabs. <laughs> Jesus. I want to say, how hilarious would it have been if Jack Hughes actually tore it up this year, like the entire season, and it came to like Kale McCarr versus Quinn Hughes versus Jack Hughes for the Caller Cup. Yeah, the but trophy, neither of the Hughes brothers wins it. It's just yeah. Kale McCarr. Kale Hughes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, McCarr's a fucking freak, man. It's like, it's. Man, I wish that I was like a Colorado fan because how fucking great would it be to watch Kale McCarr and Nate McKinnon every fucking night? <laughs> you got fucking Byram coming up too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's God true. damn it. It's like. 
Man, oh, I hate that we're in this division. <laughs> Central division is no fun. <sighs> but yeah, so that's kind of like a little wrap up of that games that we uh, we missed talking about. Um, we kind of hit on a little bit of my other little points there. Sakura finally scores. Kublik on fire. Oh yeah. Um, what we didn't talk about, Dylan Strom goes down with a it was a high ankle sprain. They're calling it. I think so. I'm just I know that like nothing's torn, but he's I think he's still just like day to day. Yeah, I think it's great that... because I'm I was that looked terrible. Yeah. It looked like uh it almost reminded me of like remember when Roosevelt fucking oh like, god fucked yeah. his ankle up. I was like, that was a very close situation. But like, if you put a little, yeah, if you put like a little too much weight on it, like there you go, your foot's turned around. Like sayonara season. I think I was reading that him and Saad actually were on the ice today. Oh yeah, that'd yes. be great, dude. Saad was playing um, like some good hockey, but yeah. I mean, fuck, they sent Quenville down. Yeah, Saad is looking. Neither of them are traveling with them on their upcoming Canada trip. Oh yeah, we got Canada coming up. Um, Strom, they said he could potentially be back by January 21st, which I think is the last game before the All-Star break. Okay. Wouldn't be a bad idea, you know, put him out there, let him test it out, and then he's got the break to to uh, rest and go from there. That'd be good. Um, oh, and that's against Florida. So Q's coming oh, to town. Oh, that's the first game for Q back. Yeah, I want to go to that game. Ooh, I want to go to that game too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so also, also, we were talking about this before we were recording, but we were talking about the Florida Panthers and how sick Huberdo and Barkov are. So I also kind of want to go to that Florida game just to see them play too. Yeah, Jesus, they're fucking um, so good. <laughs> Saad potentially still might not be back to like the first of February, and I read that and I was like, "Fuck that long!" And then I realized we're fucking halfway through January. Also, like if Strong comes back the twenty first and Saad comes back. The next game. That's what it is. Like, yeah, I. It's yeah, a week. I, it's like a fucking week off. It didn't register with me because yeah. I keep forgetting we're already in fucking January because the season is just fucking flying. Yeah, it's 2020, man. Yeah. Um, and then there's a couple different transaction rumors going on out there. Um, again, rumors. I don't know any if these are legit or not. I'm just rumors are rumors, you know. Yeah. Um, there's we can create some rumors too if you want. I was, Saad, trying to create, I was trying to create a rumor earlier today with you guys. I was saying Gustafs into the Maple Leafs because Riley went down. <laughs> it would I actually I thought of that too when I when I got that notification because I got Riley on my other fantasy team. And when he went down, I was like, "Ooh, who can we trade him?" <laughs> <laughs> Who's a left-handed puck-moving defenseman? Oh, Eric Gustafson. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't even know what we get back though. Yeah, draft pick, take it. Yep. Crow. No, they, don't, they don't have a first anyway. You think they, gave, they, give, they, they get a first for Gus? I mean, it, with the team that needs a player like him that just had somebody go down, we could probably I get. I would have been fucking happy if we got a fucking second for Gus. Yeah, but that's a late second. That's like almost a third rounder. Fuck that. So a first round would almost be a second rounder. Yeah. yeah okay, I could see you now. But Carolina has their first rounder anyway from that Marlowe deal. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Marlowe deal that plays for neither team anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Crow and Brandon Side are reportedly on the trading block. Um, Crow, I don't know how much I believe that one, but the side one I've been seeing a lot. Um, Edmonton has been showing interest in Side as as um, Boston, which I can see that, but I don't understand how that would. Work I don't understand how Boston's going to be able to figure anybody into that cap. 
With, they have one like, million. I would think well, that's that's the thing though too, because of the because of like Seabrook and Dehan being out for the rest of the season with our LTIR, we could take back a really shitty contract for the rest of the season. So like that's kind of enticing for player like for teams, which is another reason we could probably get a first overall pick from people if we take like a really shitty contract from them too. It's like it's like we're the Carolina Hurricanes when we were really good. <laughs> it's kind of like that where we have so much cap space. And so I don't know. According to Cap Friendly, do you want to take any guess on what Boston Bruins projected cap space is? Isn't it like nine hundred thousand or six hundred thousand? <laughs> It is seven hundred and twelve dollars. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say thousand. Never mind. That's a fucking hilarious. Seven hundred and twelve dollars. <laughs> fucking right. Like but I don't see. They would have they to. Also they also have one point one in um, LTIR use. I, I I don't always. So their cat space comes out to like one point seven four with like LTR and all that. Yeah. But the projected space seven hundred twelve. That's fucking hilarious. I've never seen double digit. Way to manage the cap right there, though. Yeah, but Not going over. Yeah, so I don't know. I can see Edmonton more. I don't know what Edmonton would give us for Sad or what we would want from Edmonton. I mean, I would, I would take a first rounder from them because I doubt they make the playoffs. Still, I feel I, I told you, man, earlier in the season, I was like, man, they're streaking and they're gonna fall right out. It does not oh, matter. I, it I do not, not think matter in the playoffs. I'm sticking to that. I will die on that hill. And I'm so glad that Arizona's on fire. Like, what, Calgary started picking it up. Vancouver's fucking good, too. Vegas is good. Would you take Darnell Nurse for sad? No. I don't – we don't need more defensemen. That's no, yeah, thing. I'm just – If – honestly, if anything – how much cap space does Edmonton have? Uh, two point one. Okay. So that's another one they would have to. Like, I'm looking at Boston right now to see like who would who would they possibly give up? I mean, I don't want to take David Backus. Fuck no. Fuck. They don't. No. They don't have anybody on like a one year deal that's like a really shitty one year deal. That we that they would like be able to trade us. Because we would like if they had to shed fucking contracts and like cap space, like we'd have to take somebody on a two year deal. And their shittiest contract is David Backus. And you also got to take into account though, uh, consideration that probably Seabrook's going to be gone. What do you mean? Like, well, Seabrook's, I, I just have the feeling they push Seabrook out the door. I don't know if he's going to be playing again. Yeah, so we'll have that extra. No, that's what I'm saying. We have that cap space. Yeah, which is, I mean, but none of these. Yeah, I'm just... looking at both of these teams. I don't see anybody that would make sense for us to take on. Right. James Neal's the only like high contract on Edmonton, and I don't think I would take James Neal. No, because he. I mean, he still has like 20 goals. He's like the only other goal scorer there. Yeah. Like, yeah, they. I don't know. They don't have that much money tied up to anybody like that. Terrible. Chris Russell. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Fucking Miko Koskinen. Give him a uh, crow and fuck no. I don't know. I don't want to see any Western teams get better from us. And I don't want to see Boston get better from us. So also, ooh, I veto ooh. all the trades. <laughs> I'll start I'll start a trade rumor. 
Yeah. Uh, Corey Crawford to Columbus. That's not bad. I mean, Columbus. Is, are they saying it's just Corey Crawford, or are they saying Laner maybe too? I've just heard Crawford. I heard. I think that they want to sign Laner. I hope they do. I just. Uh, ugh, which, which, yeah, bringing back so we'll, we'll transition to that. Uh, Robin Laner was asked about contract negotiations, and he basically said that he's not going to take a hometown discount. He hasn't. He's been taking discounts his whole life, and he feels that he has earned the rights to get full pay, which. 1000% yes I 100% agree with him yeah I don't it's crazy to me that we actually were able to sign him for a one-year deal at five million after oh, yeah. a Vesna nominee season that he had I was just like how do how do we just get a Vesna nominee for we're five million of- and like Bobrovsky just got a 10 million dollar contract is it because he won it so he's only half as good like <laughs> yeah I don't uh- get it <laughs> I wonder, like, I truly wonder if there was any promises made or, like, discussions saying, like, hey, we'll bring you in. We need you to take the one year. Yeah, That's I mean, off-season. for money money reasons, like, that made the most sense. And it's, like, once once you guys are both off the books, like, you get – we have $11 million that we just had towards goalies. And we can put, i say, like, eight and a half to nine, nine and a half maybe. Because he's fucking so good. And he's only 28. And goalies can be good for a lot yeah. longer than players can. We kind of talked about this before, like in the text and all that. My main thing with him is or how much you pay him. It really depends on what your plan for the backup is too. Because I think it's, I think it's coming down to bringing up to, uh, Delia or Lankinen, I think would be a great like opportunity. Oh, Lankinen God. just fucking, what, he won the Worlds or whatever like last year with Finland. Yeah, Lincoln. and he's he's taking over the starting yeah. role in Rockford from Delia. He had like a couple games on backup too. It just kills me too. This like straight up dude, straight from Finland, and his first name's Kevin. Like... I, I mean, maybe it's not. Like, <laughs> it's like, well, that's the thing. That's like Alexander Barkov. His real name is actually Sasha. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I think Delia is kind of getting passed up and forgotten now. Well, I think I don't think he's having that great of a season. That's why. No. But Lankinen would be so fucking sick, and especially to have him like sitting behind Laner and just learning from him. Oh God, let's go! Those are the only L's we'll get with these boys in net. <laughs> That'd be sick. But yeah, I so I I as much as I'm team no pay goalies, you got to pay this guy. We've seen Laner like do what he can yeah. do, especially on this team. Like the one thing that I can agree with, like if you don't want to pay a goalie, you don't want to pay a goalie that hasn't played on your team. Like yeah. you, that's the thing. Like if you brought Bobrovsky into Florida and he's having a shit season, it's like he was playing with a better defensive team in Columbus. Like yeah. they had Wierenski and Jones and fucking Ryan Murphy and like Nudivara and like guys that were like, and they were playing under Torts, which is more of a defensive coach. Like, I think. I- I guess I'm not like team no pay goalie. I think I'm more like the term is what bugs me with goalies the most because you give these goalies like long term deals. Like look at Quick how he's digressed over the years and regressed. Regressed, yeah. <laughs> long sorry, day. Long sorry, day, sorry. Um, and then Bob, you know, you give him this long ass deal and this just the beginning of the end for him kind of thing. Like I always, I was always under the assumption that you should give goalies between like three and four year deals at a time. Yeah. But 
if you're an agent, you're not like, oh no, nah. yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, I, I'm throwing all my assumptions out the window, and I say give this whatever it takes to get, keep him. I mean, even like six years, like that'd be cool. Take him to like he's 35, and then you can get a 35 older contract, like <laughs> essentially a Crawford deal. Yeah, but I don't know. Like I'm sure that's what the whole bargaining thing is. You either get longer term and cheaper money or you get shorter term and more money. Yeah. Six. Yeah. Six by like seven and a half, eight. I'm thinking it has to be like around eight and a half, nine. He's played real good. He's a real good goalie, man. It's a good thing. Yeah, no, it's a good thing. Strom really isn't living up to what he was last year. So we got that in our pocket with uh, negotiations for this all season. Yeah, he's not he's not bad though. I no. mean, the whole team kind of started real slow. Yeah. Was, I'm trying to find Laner now on like the top list. What the fuck? Right. Well, What's his goal? Oh, I don't know what his goals against average is. Let's go to save percentage. All right. Well, while you look that up. Yeah. Um, the other the other trade. Yeah, he's he's eight, he's tied for eighth right now in save percentage in the league. God, he's so fun. Look at the shit team in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, oh my god, I want to just sort this by like shots, and he probably faces the same amount of shots as guys that don't split time with another. Well, goalie. yeah. What like, was it over that through last when we recorded with Megan over that like three game time period? It was like a hundred shots in three games that they faced. Yeah, it was like it was it was either right at a hundred or just over a hundred or something. Yeah, like. <clears throat> um. So the other. The other transaction rumor that I was been hearing, um, Lazarus actually wrote about this. Um, Ali Mata and or Zach Smith um, could potentially be bought out this offseason. I mean, just trying to create cap space, I guess. You got a lot of young guys. Mata, Mata Zach Smith doesn't surprise me. Mata had a sick fucking laser. Last game too. Yeah, Mata surprised me a little bit because I feel like he's a young guy. Yeah, he's. I know he's been struggling. I guess it's just because it's. Can you buy him out and then re-sign him for a cheaper deal? <laughs> no, but like I feel like if you were trying to create space on your team, why would you buy him out? Why not like just try and trade him? Because I don't think I think now if the rumors are out there that they're gonna buy him out, then who's gonna take him? I don't know. Somebody, somebody will. I trust it. But what's, he, what's he even making? Like, is that the is that the problem? He's making just over four million. Oh, for three more years, or it will be two, two more, more years, years after season. this. Yeah. Huh. And then Zach Smith is making three point two three point two five million. It'll be for one what? more. What? Oh my god! Uh, all right. So, like, looking at cap friendly, this is the funniest thing with. Sean LTIR and Brandon Stott on injured reserve. <laughs> the only Blackhawks player besides Taves and Kane making more than 1.5 million right now is uh, Zach Smith making 3.25. That's hilarious. Every other player is at a million or less because they're all <laughs> they're all on rookie deals. <laughs> like David Camp and Ryan Carpenter are both making a million. Doc's on a rookie deal. Kublik's on a rookie deal. Nylander's on a rookie deal. Strom's on a rookie deal. Debrinket's on a rookie deal. Highmore's on a rookie deal. Sakura's on a rookie deal. What the fuck? 
that's how you build a 500% team <laughs> for five, 50% team. Fuck. 500 team. 500 team, 50% team. <laughs> you get two big guns and a bunch of rookies. Boom. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Fucking hilarious. I don't, it's, not a, it's not a bad I didn't, know, I didn't know Zach Smith was the same age as Kane uh, and Taves. Yeah, he seems so much older. Yeah, I feel like he's been in the league for like forever, but yeah, just one of those guys. Yeah, so uh, wrapping up hot stock. So the upcoming schedule. Um, we're making the Canadian trip here. Uh, oh yeah, is it Montreal tomorrow? Was it Ottawa the next day? Ottawa, and then Saturday they're in Toronto, where we will get to witness a very conflicted of feelings, Noli. <laughs> I love watching Matthews and Kane go at it because oh, they're God. so fucking funny. Like, <laughs> I don't know how many people play like NHL, like the EA sports game. Yeah. But there's the one mode in the hockey ultimate team where you like build your own squad and like, then they have a squad battles mode and like every week they switch it up with like a, like a celebrity like made team. And like a week ago, I think, or maybe two weeks ago, it was it was Kaner. He got to make his own team, and like he threw like you know who you'd think would be on the squad, and then he put Austin Matthews as the fourth line right wing. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking great. <laughs> Just yeah, I mean, ever since what was it last season, uh, and at the UC, yeah, with, uh, with the you know mocking back and forth, the, the fucking put the ears up, <laughs> oh, and then he, he fucking puts his hand up to his ear and throws it out because he's yeah. like. Get that shit out of here, Matthews. <laughs> but it's like that's the shit you need. Like that's what yeah. that's really what hockey's missing. And I am so glad that it's like two original six teams: Toronto, yeah. Chicago, bringing it back to the best player, the best American player. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. History. Like they 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 like fuck around about it because like I guess they like work out in the summer together. Oh like yeah, skate in the summer, and it's like yeah, have fucking fun out there because Jesus Christ, like those games are fun. <laughs> yeah, that was probably one of the best games too, but. Um, yeah, Toronto versus Chicago is always a fun game to watch. Yeah, there's a lot um, of skill out there. Oh, yeah, especially – God, especially with this team, Toronto team playing good again. Nylander like, versus Nylander, man. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, keep Carlton pull a Babcock and sit Nylander because you know he's playing his brother. I don't know. That'd be, I mean, I'm, I'm more scared to see more of Austin Matthews than yeah. we did last game. Where it was just like, oh, he took over the last five minutes of the game. It was just yeah. like, oh God. <laughs> Pablo Matthews. But yeah. Yeah, I think that wraps it up for Hot Stock. You got anything else? No. I, no. I think that was uh all the thoughts. Yeah. So um a couple things we'll just touch on real quick with NHL talk and then we'll go because I know this is probably getting a little bit of a longer episode here. Um some news from last night that came out um at the All-Star game this year. They are going to have a new event, which is going to be a three-on-three game between the top women's Canadians and Americans, um, which I think is fucking awesome. Just another another opportunity for them to show what they're capable of and hopefully get the the women's uh, their own league or a league that makes sense. Um, Yeah, I haven't really followed up with what's going on with their league. Like the I, NWHL. I haven't seen anything about that. I just see that they're doing the uh, the dream was it the Dream Gap tour or something like that. Or they're going to like oh, different. Yeah, they're going to like different cities around Canada and the U.S. 
and basically playing just like four games every weekend. Like, oh, okay. Just yeah, like traveling, so, traveling. Yeah. To, yeah. Which is like really the, cool. Like the Globetrotters. Yeah. It's kind of like, it kind of reminds me like, um, it's all right. The, the Canadian team can be the, the Washington generals. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me like the, the new lacrosse league that uh, Paul Rabel started like, uh, yeah. like the PL or something. Per, like Premier lacrosse league. Yeah. And they, instead of having like home arenas, they just basically go to different cities every weekend or every other, whatever the schedule is, but then they, just bring the games to these towns, let the people see what it's all about. And you know what, if that's, I think that's the best way to grow the game. And I think, the yeah, NHL, I think it's pretty smart. Yeah. NHL stepping up and offering them like off in this situation for the all-star game, I think is awesome. Um, it shows that the NHL does want to see this happen, but yeah, and it's, they're going to help without putting the league at risk of losing money to just hand them over to start a league. Like, I mean, that, it, it, it goes, Back to like last year too, which I think was really cool when they had the the skills competition and, and like they had Kendall Kendall Coin like yeah. participate in the fastest skater because like I mean honestly I was probably like oh like that's cool and then when she skated it came in like third legitimately I was like holy fucking shit yeah. she is super fucking fast like like that was unreal like I was amazed was by it- that. And was it Amanda Kessel that technically beat the passing or the shooting? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she won she won like the passing thing. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So uh, I forgot about that too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually really, yeah, really pumped. So really pumped for that. And we know Kendall's gonna be in it. I mean, obviously she's like she's captain of the team USA and all that. So hey, represent Chicago well, former guest of the show, good friend of the show. Whoa, whoa. What's up? Um other than that, there was so – we mentioned this a little bit earlier when we were talking about recap because we had them to play all these teams. Uh, Nashville fired Peter Lavalette. Mm-hmm. Um, New Jersey fired Hines. Hines, Hines got yeah. signed in Nashville. And, and then recently uh, New Jersey fired Shiro as well. Which, wow, you can fire your GM? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently. I I typed up so many different like tweets, just like sarcastic tweets about wow, you can actually fire, and I'm like, no, I'm just gonna get fucking shirt for being a Bowman hater, and I just deleted all. Of How like, many did you type up? If you're typing up so many tweets, dude, I had probably like ten in my drafts at one point. <laughs> it's like that's not it. All right, let's start another one. It's like, just gotta find but, the right one. Yeah, so that's very that was a very interesting move for them to fire Shero though. You yeah. let this guy trade. Your former MVP, your top player, clearly gets a terrible haul back. Wait, ah, I don't. I that's one of those things. Like that's where I'm like, if the Hawks are gonna make a GM move, I hope they wait till a time where it's enough time. Decisions have to be made by the new guy, and not let Bowman make a big decision and then let Bowman go. Yeah, like I hope. Yeah. Wasn't that something that like happened in like Minnesota recently? Was like Yeah. There's a bunch of decisions made and then they were like, okay, you gotta go. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Cause they made all those trades last year. Yeah. Like the deadline, and they're like, we got nothing back for all these players. Like, what the fuck are you doing? This is garbage. Yeah. And then he signed like Mad Zuccarello and they're like, all right, you're done. (laughs) You're done. (laughs) Cut him off. Um yeah, so that'll be it. It just, just shows what the absolute shit show New Jersey is after the offseason that they had, all these high expectations. Yeah. It's I mean, all... it's just like players not playing up to the expectations, really. Like, but like we talked about before, the like Jack Hughes is kind of kicking into gear, too. 
I, I have no doubt that this team's going to be fucking good. They're going to be fine. I think it's just going to be yeah. one of those. It's a way to. It's growing pains right now. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, their goaltending's young. Their forwards are pretty young. Like the team is pretty just like young and yeah, like Black, PK Subban. Blackwood's <laughs> going to be a solid tendy, I think. Yeah. He's going to be awesome. He's only like 21, and he's yeah. like starting all their games. Yeah, so, yeah, they'll be fine. And just Don't sleep assume. on that kid. Yeah, he actually, just talking about him, it was like when we did have that shit show of a game, he did play fucking unreal, though. Oh, yeah. He was playing amazing. And then Crawford had – I remember – I now I'm like remembering that game very well because Crawford and him had a fantastic first period, and then Crawford pulled in some of the weak ones and pulled himself, and you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, then – we mentioned him earlier, uh, Jonathan Huberdo, right? Yeah, Huberdo. Ah, Huberdo. Huberdo. Last night at the ripe old age of 26. Yeah. Is now took the fran- him his whole career. <laughs> is now the <laughs> franchise leader in points for the Florida Panthers with 420. 420. Uh, it's legal here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, that's true. Actually, since the last episode, we yeah, haven't. It's true. We can smoke weed, weed legally. Weed's legal in Illinois. <laughs> yeah, but you're going to pay fucking $300 in taxes. Yeah. Shit's legal. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, we're, we're just going through. Between him being 26 and then Barkoff being 24. Yep. And he's only, what did you say, like 90 points behind him? No, no, no. He's, 30, he's 26 points behind 26 him. 26 points behind him. Yeah. Then Ekblad's 23. Yeah. And I thought Ekblad was like 28 because he's, <laughs> he's been a fucking, a, like, a, a, like a grown-ass man since he was 18 with his full fucking beard. <laughs> like he's that, the youngest of the fucking three. I was just like losing my mind. <laughs> that's another team with between that, all that talent plus having Q. Oh, also, we were saying, too, like Ekblad and Huberto are both Calder Trophy winners. Like you have two Calder Trophy winners, like – Fucking Barkov is a third overall pick. Ekblad's a first overall pick. I think Huberto is like a third as well. Like that is their core, and it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Um, Huberto was. I don't know. It's like those kids are. They're gonna be good. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's they just honestly like that's that was the one thing they needed in the offseason was a goalie, and then they went and got Bob, and then Bob's like, just got paid. Yeah, Huberto was the third overall in 2011. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, if they can just get their fucking their defense tightened up and Bob to play the way he's supposed to be playing. Plus they got that plus they have that Spencer Knight um coming up. He was play he just played for Team USA and oh, yeah. uh, World Juniors. Who he's he was a he was a first round pick. Jesus. Like, yeah, so he's supposed to be a stud. Um, yeah, Florida's going to be fucking good, too, soon. Um, other thing real quick before we – I was going to mention uh, – I don't know. We didn't talk about this before, but there's a couple signings of some uh, older guys. <laughs> yeah, Ilya Kovalchuk signed oh, in uh, yeah. Montreal, and he scored in a, like a game winner recently, too. Overtime. Overtime winner. Yeah, and so it was uh, – I think they put him into like third place among Russian-born players in like overtime goals or game-winning goals or something, which is really funny. And then so, Justin Williams also got signed by Carolina. Carolina, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, back to Kovalchuk, you know, speaking of friends of the show, former guests, Earl Skakel, big Kovalchuk guy. 
He's oh, yeah. also a customer of mine at ProStock. And as soon as he got signed or when Kovalchuk got cut, he emails me and goes, goes, yeah, is there any return policy on these gloves? <laughs> and when he got signed by Montreal within like five minutes, yeah, by the way, put me down on the list for when you get some of those custom uh, Montreal gloves. <laughs> oh, really? That's yeah. awesome. That's funny. But yeah, so um, he, this is, a, I like that signing actually for him. I was surprised he went to Montreal because I feel like he's cup chasing and Montreal's not going to do it. But I feel he can work himself into being a cheap rental. Yeah. Uh, for a cup team. Because I mean, it's yeah, a, I mean, it's a one year. He wasn't doing himself any favors on that older team. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, he's got a one year league minimum, which is like a $700,000 contract. It's a two way deal, too. So, a team could pick him up, put him in the A. Until, no, that's not yeah. how that works. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's just because that's how it works in NHL. It's not like the video game. It's not how it works in real life. A two-way deal just means that his it's seven hundred thousand dollars at the NHL level, and it's only seventy thousand dollars on yeah. the AHL level. But he'd still probably have to pass through waivers. Does he? Yeah. You can see if they're waiver eligible. Let's see. Right. But I know, like, if you if you play it in the video game, it's like a two way deal. No, because I I swore I I only said like, I swore I heard that they can do that. Unless it's like has something to do with like a thirty five and older contract, I'm pretty sure he still has to clear waivers. But I'm not entirely positive. Uh, thirty five plus. Where would it would it be on cap friendly? I don't know. I'm looking at cap friendly. Oh. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I guess he's not waiver exempt. Okay, I'm so, pretty sure he's not. I think so. Whatever I read, so yeah, I, so no, I apologize. He's not. He's not because like it shows like the players that are waiver exempt. Okay, and I apologize. Well, I got bad sources. Well, I'm also gonna say I don't know the rules on the 35 and older contracts because like you know everything has got some crazy ass like clause to it. Yeah. So it could be true, but yeah, so. But also, if he's going down, I don't think many people are going to put a waiver claim in for him. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so those are those signings. And then I think probably one of the biggest, most entertaining stories right now is the Matthew Kachuk. Um, was it Zach Cassian? Zach Cassian, yeah. Drama going on. Everybody's chiming in on it, too. Dude, I got a couple tweets up here from a couple different – I only got, like, two different guys talking about it, and then one was asked about Kachuk. Um, so basically, if you don't know what happened, uh, Matthew Kachuk threw a couple very questionable hits on Kazian. Uh, what was it Saturday or Sunday? Uh, it was yesterday, I think. So Sunday. Okay. I get my days. I get my days all mixed up. Yeah. Oh Jesus um, Christ! I can't stop burping. <laughs> a couple questionable hits on um, Kazian, and then the second one, Kazian just snapped and just fucking went after Kachuk, and Kachuk turtled, like just threw his. Wouldn't throw his gloves down. Wouldn't put his hands like just hands yeah. up. Kind of it was Saturday. Protect himself. Saturday. Okay. Um, it was funny. Uh, Whitney actually tweeted out the picture of him getting oh. fucking turtled and where his helmet's like somehow in his jersey too. Yeah, the side by side. Um, so Kazin got a hearing for an aggressor for the aggressor penalty or whatever. Yeah, he's suspended for two games um, because of it. So a couple players that I saw had comments on it. Uh, one was oh, I deleted the one. Damn it! One was Timo Solani chimed yeah. in. Uh, ben Sherratt from 
uh, Montreal was just kind of asked about it. He goes, if someone hit me or a couple guys on our team like that and our heads are snapped back, helmets are flying off, I think you would see a pretty intense reaction similar to what Kazin had uh, yeah. had done. So a lot of the guys are defending Kazin. I know I'm pretty sure Timo Solani was defending Kazin too. Yeah, he was. He was he was uh, going on about how like it was just like a dangerous hit. Like that's right, I have it right here. So he said it's a rep- or he's replying to Scotty Upshaw. Um, it's about how he has zero intention of making an actual hockey play during that hit. Like it's literally, he's just going to like try and hit him, like not going for the puck, not going for anything. And then, uh, team line just says like in casting, will face an NHL hearing for protecting himself from this, from these two dangerous hits. And then he says, he calls out George Peros. He's just like, George Peros, not right. Yeah. Um, so at the end of the, in the post game, like, pressers and all that um Kazin called Kachuk a pussy um Kachuk followed it up with well if you don't like it get off the tracks oh yeah all that kind of stuff um so the uh the Alberta rivalry is fucking back what was the the other thing was uh McDavid and Drysaddle got asked if they, oh, if they yeah. had to play if they had to play on a line with uh Kachuk at like during the all-star game like what would they do and they're like I'll just get off the ice. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, I absolutely love it. I forgot that they're going to be. On, aren't they going to be on the same All Star team, right? Yeah, Kachuk. Yeah, same division. Yeah. Oh fuck. Oh yeah, the All Star jerseys got released too. I don't oh. really care for those. Other um, NHL news. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Other than that, so definitely, I love. I just love that Kachuk is bringing like the old school rivalries back in all these teams. Drew Doughty now. Yeah, I mean, re, re, the Al- people, of Alberta. People, people want to kill him. <laughs> yeah, but um, I know he also James, draws like some of the most. He draws like the most penalties in the league too because of that. Oh yeah, so he knows exactly what he's doing, and it kills me is that he does. He's one of those players. He's like the Marchant, where it's like he's that instigator. I'm not okay. He's that. No, it was just the way you say Marchand. I was just like, what? <laughs> um, he's just he's just that instigator that gets underneath your skin and yeah. like, but he doesn't have to. But he's so fucking good at it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think we kind of covered everything. Was there anything? Uh... I don't think there's anything other than like, that's like the most recent news that's like all over the place is the Kachuk thing. Um, Every... Yalmerson's back yeah. in Arizona. And he got an assist his first game back. Bingo. <laughs> and I'll say it like every time we see those jerseys, they need to go back to those full time. Yeah. Just fucking do it already. What else were we saying? We, I mean, we were mentioned before Morgan Riley's out. Um, what is it? I don't know. I think that's like it. Yeah, I don't think there's too much more right here. Yeah, because I'm looking at hockey right right now, and everything is just yeah, it's Chucky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, boom. So yeah, that was. Uh... Episode eighty six. Tara Vinen. The Tara Vinen. Um, it's good to be back. Yeah. I was Happy kinda, New Year. Yeah. Was I was missing this a little bit. Didn't know what to do with my free time. I know, right? We but get, we gotta. I mean, we're still missing two. We gotta get them. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the hell. So. Wake the fuck up, boys. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> um, well, I'll, I'll give them in their defense. We typically have hockey tonight, so they might have made plans oh, yeah. and have something but I don't know, but 
yeah so for myself and tanner um thanks for tuning in uh make sure you subscribe to us on youtube follow us on spotify and apple Podcasts, um on itunes or apple Podcasts and facebook and youtube leave a comment uh review us the more reviews we get the higher we go up in the rankings not that we're gonna go crazy high but the more we move up the rankings, you know, the more people will see us, you know, and we'll yeah. actually get to hear our, our opinions, a total unbiased Blackhawk opinions. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, follow me on Xbox and PlayStation. <laughs> it's WCBP I underscore saw, Tanner. Boom, I, on both. I saw that on Xbox the other day. That's fucking <laughs> hilarious. Um, check out our website, WCBenders.com. Um, we're going to, I'm going to try to start putting some more blogs up there. I'm going to try to convince these guys to, you know, type out <laughs> some stuff more. I know. I just rather make a video. <laughs> um, I'm, not, I'm not a creative writer. Send your, send your writing pines there. There's a section for you to fill them out and send them in there. Um, working on hopefully trying to get some cool stuff going on for this year for us. Um, so it's going to be a fun year. So just make sure you're following us and subscribe everywhere. So you don't miss anything. Um, and thank you so much for listening and we will, uh, we'll check you on the next one. Yeah. Love you boys. <laughs> Bye. Follow the boys on Twitter at WCB podcast on Instagram at WCB podcast and like them on Facebook, the Windy City Benders podcast.